Luck High Five, episode 463. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are thrilled about alchemy or mad about alchemy, <laughs> we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And yeah, like Megan said, we're going to talk all about alchemy on today's episode because it's a brand new magic format. Yes, we're going to answer the question, alchemy, are you mad or not mad? We will answer that for you personally for For ourselves mostly but for you especially we'll let you know what the heck alchemy is everything about it how it's going to affect you and your magical life yes all of that will be discussed we'll let you know in we'll let you in on everything that's been uh, released so far about alchemy so that you know what's going on and if you're like heck no this is not my thing then we're going to talk standard and historic from the Innistrad championship this past weekend and answer the question there (laughs) should there be bands <laughs> of what yeah we uh crowned yuki ichikawa champion uh this past sunday and it was a super exciting tournament with lots yeah. of cool stuff that happened we're gonna go over everything awesome in case you didn't get a chance to watch it or you just want the highlights we're here for you Ooh. plus we'll have a story time yeah story time magic story time what's even happening on innistrad what's even happening Besides the wedding of the millennium. Soren being sad. And Soren being sad. Before we do any any of that, thank you to everyone who makes this show happen on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. You are the true heroes. I see your capes. Yes. Thank you so, so much to every single person who is a patron of the show. And especially to Yellow and Kale Bomb, two new patrons. Yay, welcome. And Ernesto, who upped their pledge. Yay, thank 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 you so, so much, everybody. Remember, you have until the 15th to become a new patron or increase your pledge by any amount to join us for Die Hard. Yes, so we're going to have a Die Hard movie night. Nope, daytime. Movie Movie afternoon. Daytime. Movie day. (laughs) Die Hard movie day. On December 18th, it's going to be such a good time. And if you become a new patron or up your pledge, then you'll get to come hang out with us. Yeah, it's going to happen at 11 a.m. Central. And we'll all watch Die Hard together. Have a great time chatting along with the movie. Get into the Christmas spirit with the iconic Christmas movie, Die Die Hard. Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you as well to our sponsor, Card Kingdom. You can check them out on the internet at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Get everything you need for that person on your list. Yes. If you are doing some last minute holiday shopping, no better place to do it than Card Kingdom, where they will ship it to you so fast it'll beat Santa. Yeah. They're better than Santa. Look, we said it. Faster than Santa. Faster than Santa. They don't even need a Rudolph with a nose. No. They can have a reindeer without a nose. (laughs) A noseless reindeer pulling the Card Kingdom sleigh. That's right. It's kind of horrifying to it think about. But kind you know of what? a nightmare. That's that's what they'll do for you. They will they will hitch up their Ulvenwald oddity <laughs> to a little sleigh. I would love that. Would you? Because um, that moose is spooky. I want for sure the transform version with the stuff bursting out of its chest. Okay, great. As long as you know what you're looking for this Christmas. I want it to be I want to be as spooky as possible and I'm gonna leave some human flesh out for it to eat in front of my fire. Oh that's I was going to say a weird place to leave it, but is there any normal place to leave it? A graveyard? (laughs) Anyway, check them out. They've got awesome stocking stuffers or stuff for yourself because you know what? Buy yourself a present. That's what I'm telling you to do today. Buy yourself a present. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Megan, would you like to learn the secrets of the ancient mages? Uh, Sure. We're going to turn all sorts of different metals into gold. Wow. And here I thought it was just lead. Yeah. <laughs> no, any metal. Oh, Even okay. more precious tin? metals. Yes, tin, Pla- platinum, platinum, gold. Gold. We can down phase it or up phase <laughs> it. Make it into gold. What we're talking about here is alchemy, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Uh, we're all going to learn the art of alchemy because it's a brand new magic format. Wow. It's, it's, I was going to say yet another because it always feels like Arena is introducing new formats, but I guess that we haven't really had one since historic. Since historic. Yeah. This is the first new format. Um, it was announced last week on Magic Stream. Yeah. And we'll start with the basics here. What is alchemy? Alchemy is a rebalanced standard that is going to be 
regularly rebalance. It's going to have new cards added to it when a new standard set is introduced. And it's, you know, it's kind of just looking to keep things fresh in that arena. Yeah, I like to call it standard, but better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's what they're hoping everyone will call that, it. Yeah. Although yeah, some people are calling it standard, but different. And please stop. <laughs> that's accurate. That's yeah. true. That's true. So yeah, think of it as standard. It's digital only, only available on arena uh, because they're going to be rebalancing cards. Like Megan says, mm -hmm. making them either more powerful or less powerful. And they said they're going to do this frequently to try and keep the format feeling fresh and new. So a lot of people have been recently complaining because we've been playing so much more arena yeah. that standard feels stale pretty quickly. Yeah. And, you know, it. I don't disagree. Yeah. I mean, with that, especially during the pandemic, you know, we're not going out and playing in FNM so much anymore, going out and playing in Grand Prix. So I think the problems relevant, like the visible problems in standard are more readily apparent. Yes. Also, if you think about it, if you go to an FNM, you're only playing the number of rounds that right. you're there for, right? Exactly. Maybe you're playing four rounds, but when you play arena, like you can sit down and jam seven, like seven consecutive matches. Exactly. And the time just kind of flies by. And people are more likely to play meta decks or whatever, right? Than they are at your local game store, probably yeah. because it's way easier to get the cards on arena. Yeah. You just go, click 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 instead of hey can i see your trade binder gotta yes, go to this other gotta store go gotta some order cards. from parking yeah. yeah so like it's, it's easier more people are playing better decks and you're getting in way more reps than normal on yeah. arena which exacerbates the problem that has probably always been there we just didn't know and like some other formats um like historic already and some of the jumpstart stuff there's going to be a arena only or digital only cards right. in this because they have digital mechanics. Yeah. So they're going to release a supplemental set after each new standard set is released about a month after that standard set comes mm -hmm. on arena. Boom. Alchemy will happen. And that's what we're seeing here with Crimson Vow. So Alchemy is going to release on arena on December 9th, which is this Thursday. So it's all happening pretty fast. And they're going to release Alchemy Innistrad, which is, <clears throat> I think, 30 new cards straight into the Innistrad Alchemy format. Wow. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Boom. Boom, new cards into, into Boom, standard. new cards. Playing around in that digital-only space as well, so using mechanics that you just yeah. can't do IRL. Like we've seen some of the previews for yeah. this. Uh, we have Torolf's Disciple, two in a red for a 3-3 three, three haste. Whenever it attacks, conjure four cards named Lightning Bolt into your library, then shuffle. Yeah, and conjure is that mechanic that just means they come into they your create. deck. They create. They create. It create, it shuffles them in. Ding dong, they're in your deck now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the official rules text. Oh, this weekend I learned about the bing bong meme. I don't know what that is. <laughs> me neither. So Athena what? showed me the video that goes with it, which is like, it's like this video, like the Knicks season opener or something like that. It's all these people just getting like super excited about the Knicks basketball team um, and like, you know, yelling different things on this camera and this camera and just like 20 seconds in, there's just this guy who looks straight at the camera and goes, bing bong. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know, but it's a thing now. So oh the Knicks gosh. now play bing bong whenever someone hits a three-pointer at wow. the Wow, full circle. Full so there circle. You go. Anyways, what bing were we bong. talking about? Ding dong, bing bong. Ding dong, bing bong cards in your deck. So if you're yeah. playing this card, you're obviously playing probably mono red and you're beating <laughs> down and you're gonna, you've are gonna, you already maybe yeah. got four lightning bolts in your deck or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Now you're just like, let's do more. More bolts. More. Let's get more bolts in here. Is bolt in historic? Is bolt in I'm historic? saying like you're putting bolts in your deck and I'm like, is bolt in historic? Which brings me to the point of uh, this point um, while we're talking about these new cards being added in the format. All of these cards will also be legal and historic, number one. And all of the changes that happen, all the rebalancing that happens for alchemy is also going to apply in historic. I don't know what's going to happen here because lightning bolt is banned in historic. Oh, okay. So. All right. So I'm a liar. So the, boom, you're going to get a banned card in your deck. Ugh. I but guess. Do, do, are you immediately disqualified because you have illegal cards in your deck? Hey. I, I, I guess it's a special conjure, case. I conjure four lightning bolts into my deck. Banned. You have now you have now been kicked out of the You're tournament. You're out of the tournament. tournament. <laughs> Sorry. Really <laughs> wait, awkward. Wait, but, you've been ugh. kicked out of the tournament and issued a game loss. 
both of insult injury really right just, there just <laughs> hammering home how wrong what you did was yeah i assume it's fine because this is just making them in a different way attached yeah. to this new card oh man it's uh, it's kind of wild yeah um, we have a bunch of new alchemy cards that are being previewed and it's it's coming this thursday this thursday it arrives this thursday it is going to be the format for the december qualifier weekend yeah and for the arena open in january yeah so they are immediately putting this into competitive play yeah uh I mean, like the fact that it's the December arena open is honestly ex- kind of shocking to me, uh, but it'll make things fun. I guess who knows what's going to be good in this format. Mm-hmm. What's um, another new card? Uh, here's one tireless angler two and a blue for a one, four. Whenever an Island enters the battlefield under your control, draft a card from tireless ang- anglers spell book. Okay. So this is like Davriel. Yeah where you had an option of uh, you had three things you could choose from. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I guess they're just naming that draft. Yeah. They'll just, you know, they'll show you an, uh, a suite of spells that you could potentially draft off of this. You know card. what I wish that it was, is that you took one and then your opponent got to take one. Wow. Cause you're drafting. Would that be, be kind of cool? Yeah. I think that'd be neat. Um, I, so this reminds me a little bit of like them immediately throwing all the support behind it reminds me a little bit of pioneer. Yep. Because Pioneer, when they first announced it, then they immediately were like, okay, it's going to be the Players Tour Players format. Players Tour format, yep. <laughs> uh, and then all of these events across all sorts of different platforms were like, we're now changing to all Pioneer. In on all Pioneer. Sort of, exactly. Yeah. Like SCG, I think, changed a bunch of stuff to Pioneer and added a bunch of Pioneer. Yeah. And so speaking of Pioneer, yes. I think that there are <laughs> there are several people, <laughs> several people. <laughs> You know, just several people on the internet who are mad about this because they were really hoping that this announcement would be Pioneer on Arena. arena. Yeah. Uh, Which it is. It certainly is not. It's not. Yeah. I think, you know, I still am holding out hope that that's going to happen one day. I think that that is absolutely going to happen one day. And while I think that there are plenty of like, but you know, varying degrees of valid critiques um, of what's happening here. Yeah. I also think that like one of the ridiculous, like I, I think that it's a ridiculous one to be like, I'm going to be bad at your new thing because I wanted this different thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, buddy. Like maybe don't, don't evaluate what you got on the basis of the fact that it's not what you went into it wanting. <laughs> I feel like we knew Pioneer was delayed as well. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, you might have hoped for it, but we got so much, in in my opinion, we got so much foreknowledge that it was not going to be Pioneer. Yes. They said it time and time again, we're pushing it back, we're pushing it back, pushing it back. Because yeah. so, it's a lot of cards. It's a, lot, a lot of cards, of a work. lot of mechanics. And of course, you probably want other things, like you want to be able to have a spectator mode and all these other things. Yes, we too wish these things existed. Yeah. But you know what? I think... Um, yeah, let's let's talk about what we think about alchemy overall. Um, I think that it is it's it's going to be fun to have a fresher format to play. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like that's my baseline take on it. Sure. Is that I truthfully don't play a ton of standard just because I do get bored. Right. I'm not a person who wants to jam the same deck a hundred times. Yeah. Which is why I will never be <clears throat> excellent at the game of magic. <laughs> oh, come on. I can be good at the game of magic without being excellent. Okay. So I'll allow myself that. Yeah. I think um, they said, you know what? Play patterns with arena are pretty drastically different than how they are in paper. And we Mm -hmm. want to acknowledge that. They also have to compete, keep in mind, with other TCGs that are digital, like Hearthstone, like Runeterra, which do get um, modifications on a regular basis to keep their formats uh, well balanced. Yeah. Maria, can I ask you a question? Let's go. You used to play Hearthstone on your phone. Yes. Since arena is on your phone. Have you played Hearthstone? No. Well, okay then. <laughs> no, I have not. I, I mean, yeah, I kind of think like that's, yeah. No, no. Now that I've got Arena on my phone, there you go. Yep, <laughs> it's right there. It. <laughs> that's it. They they surplanted them. Woof. Um, but I mean, good job. I think that uh, uh, this is how I'm thinking of it. So, yeah. So, in my opinion, it's standard, hopefully better. Yeah. Standard comma, but better, meaning that we're going to get more changes. We're going to have a format that's flatter. So we're not just seeing something like, is it Epiphany dominating and crushing every other deck for months mm-hmm. on end? And we don't need to do a ban. We don't yeah. need to say your cards are not worthless. We now get to say, hey, your card's just going to be a little bit different. You've got to think about the format differently moving yeah. forward, which I think is fine. And they have made clear, right, if you have 
a standard version of a card yep. in your collection, you also have the alchemy version Correct. of a card. If you open an alchemy version of a card, you're also going to have the standard version. You don't have to worry about double collecting everything. Yeah, that's great. Uh, which I think would be, like, if that had happened, right, people, people would, would be, rightfully, rightfully be, be pretty infuriated. upset. Yeah, because that, that would be a little too much. Yes. Um, that being said, people are mad that this is making its way into historic. Yes. So, yeah, whatever change happens in alchemy and standard happens in alchemy in historic the same way that anything that happens in standard also applies to the card in modern. Um, for example, companions. Yeah. Um, you're like, hey. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I sure do do they're like whoops yep they're like oh yeah well we we made some mistakes have been made mistakes have been made we need to go back on a couple of things Uh, and um they made the change and then people had to adapt with whatever they had created in modern or wherever they were using their cards that were companions that's just one example yeah and since um alchemy and historica both the digital only formats on arena Mm -hmm. it in my opinion, makes complete and total sense that they match across the board because otherwise to me, that's, I, it's unfathomable to me that we would have a digital format. That's this box here. And that cards would be one thing in one digital format and one thing in another that makes literal that, zero that's sense. That's very weird. Yes. That'd be really, Especially really confusing. because they are digital only formats. Yes. Um, I mean, it's look, it's already confusing enough that two versions of a card will exist. Yes. That is confusing. Standard and alchemy. I I'll say that concur. is confusing. That is confusing. Yes. But I would say it would even at another level to be like, no, there are now three versions. There's three quote versions of a card. There is the standard version of a card. There's the alchemy version of a card. And there's the historic version, which is the standard version. Well, it's still only two types. Yeah. I just think that it just makes like, this is the environment we're playing in. This yeah. is a digital only space. They need to match. It just, it just makes yeah. sense. Now it sucks a little bit right here off the top because it's going to change things for historic yeah. that you might've already shake built them up. or that you did. Right. Yeah. Because you're like, Hey, I made my deck based on the fact that this card did this one thing or whatever. Yeah. Here at the top, it's going to be a little bit of a shakeup. So I, yeah, I understand why people are upset. I don't think it's going to ruin historic. <laughs> people are like, historic is dead. Historic is dead. Right? I don't understand that. That doesn't but make any sense. people love saying stuff is dead. Well, they sure do. Yeah, they sure do. We made they a song about it. They should all work at the morgue. <laughs> <laughs> then they'd be right. Because the morgue always needs... A person who works there just to point out that things are dead. Ah, this person is dead. This is dead. <laughs> All right, very good. It's dead. Who's the one who pronounces a body dead? That's the job. Is that who comes to the crime scene? Anyway. Um, yeah, I yeah. I don't think we've killed Historic by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, yeah, some cards will be different. For example, Luminarch Aspirant has been changed. Yeah. So that card is going to be- It a makes l- me hate it less. Yeah, slightly less powerful. It's not going to put the counter on, I think, at your end step instead of pre-combat. Yeah. Um, yeah, Which okay. Which very big thing. Mono White's still good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, some of the other big ones, Asika's Chariot, yeah, now only gives you one kitty, yeah, uh, but it is a crew cost of two, yeah, mm-hmm. and Alrin's Epiphany, this yeah, is a big one, big one. Um, it is still five blue blue to cast it, but you only get the birds if you foretold it, right? And it's foretolling, <laughs> foretolling, and it's foretell cost is also seven mana. It's still five it's blue same. blue, yeah. So you can foretell early and then cast it later and get the birds, um, but you're not getting it for cheaper. So yeah, you might your wild cards may take a bit of a hit if you have to rebuild or whatever. But I think that's the cost of this making sense and being sane. Yeah, that's true. Because I think the other way is is not sane. Okay. <laughs> so like I will take that cost uh-huh. of sanity here for these formats to match. Yeah. Okay, I accept it. Wow. All right, everyone. Well, you heard it here. If you think that this change is making you nuts, you can give that insanity to Maria. Yes. She's accepting the cost. I'm accepting the cost. Maria is accepting the cost. Thank she you. will take all of your <laughs> all of your insanity. Yes. Um, I think overall, with the changes to historic out of the equation, I think most people are excited about alchemy standard. Yeah. 
I think that's what I've been seeing most yeah. often. I'd be like, oh, this this seems really cool. It's so hard to say because the vocal part of the magic community online is such a small slice yes. of the magic community, which is always a fact worth hitting over the head yeah. with a bat. That is bat. very true. That is very true. Um, yeah. Um, this is something I will say about the whole situation is I think that <laughs> I'm going to die. Wow. All right. Well, you heard it here. We need someone to come in and say, this is dead. Oh God. Okay. We just did a tournament all weekend. Everybody, my voice is like a potato. Um, so yeah, I think that alchemy is make standard, the standard environment. Hopefully, like I'm saying this hopefully because I don't want an, a, an environment that just makes it worse because yeah. of the changes they're making. Hopefully makes a standard better place to be better place to play. Mm-hmm. However, what does that do to paper standard? I think I don't know. That's worth talking about. I don't know either. Like, I suppose, right, there still will be standard cues online. Yes. So if what you're trying to do is prepare for a paper tournament, you will still have that option. Correct. But what about all of the people who would drift into a standard event because they play so much standard online and now they're playing alchemy online and they're they're like, oh, going to go. I can't play it in paper. Yeah, they're not going to go play it in paper. Yeah, to me... I mean, right now, because of the pandemic, I don't think there is very much standard being played, period. Yeah. That's because fair. we're not having a GP where the format is yes. standard generally. I think um, part of the problem with Pioneer right yeah, now is yeah. that it, you can play it on Magic Online, but all of that paper support that leapt in and was there when Popper first came out. Pioneer. Uh, yeah. Pioneer. Yeah. Pioneer is gone. It's gone. So <clears throat> does it kill standard? I think it kind of does in a way. But I mean, like, that's just trying to see the future, which we can't do. Yeah. But I will say, like, <laughs> if if we get to the point where regular FNM is a thing again and stores are seeing, like, a decrease in attendance in FNM, which I don't know that that will happen, right? Because as much, like, you would know. always have the set of people that if it's a modern FNM, even though they don't really play online, they're going to show up and play in person. They have their modern deck. Exactly. Like you have the thing. I mean, sometimes that's true for standard, but generally not as much because it changes um, more often than the eternal formats. I mean, in my kind of like, if I'm putting on my fortune telling hat, what I think um, happens is that paper becomes more of a casual space for like commander. Which like, it always has been casual slash eternal yeah. modern vintage legacy. And that is um, your, that's your paper world. And then competitive magic becomes digital. Yeah. That's, Which I feel like has been, been the push. Yes. And the pandemic sure gave it that push a kick oh, in the pants. Sure did. Sure did in a huge way. Wolf. Can you imagine any, do you think any of this happens? I don't know. If we don't have a pandemic, probably slower. Probably I yes, but slower. I have literally no idea what would have happened if there hadn't been a worldwide pandemic. <laughs> Can you believe it? There's no it? way for us to tell. <sighs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, sh- brief shout out to another podcast. I don't listen to many, but we uh, we were listening to How Did This Get Made the other day. Oh, yeah. And they were talking about M. Night Shyamalan's old. <laughs> Which is a uh, by all accounts, Oof. very bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I will say Jason Manzoukas, who's on that show, um, was talking about how, like, one part of what resonated with him in the movie was because they're rapidly aging. And he was like, it. there is something very compelling in that for him because he felt like he went into the pandemic one age and came out. A diff- like he lost all that time <laughs> yeah, I right mean, like yeah. you, you lost all that time like you just aged but nothing happened yeah that's a great way to think about it like somehow you felt like you were stagnant but you still got older no time passed but you got older yes that's what and happens so during golgari like, food mirrors <laughs> i thought that that was fascinating uh <laughs> to hear him talk about in the context of a movie yeah. <laughs> by all accounts very very bad <laughs> I mean, yeah, totally. I can definitely say that. So, I, yeah, I, right? It's just um, there's no way of of telling. I don't want people what to think. What would have been different? I don't want people to think we're being callous here about the changes that will happen in Historic and how that affects, like, your collection and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because, know. like, yeah, we we do feel for you. But I just think that the greater good of uh, having a formats match outweighs that in the end. Also, yeah. everybody, if you draft, you'll never have a wild card problem ever again in your yeah. life. Yep. I there have so go. many wild cards. I don't even check how many I, I have. I have wild <laughs> cards coming out of my butt at a rate not seen since I had the flu. Wow. 
now. Is that appropriate for this podcast? I don't know. All right. I'll give it a PG rating. Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> anyway, that's a fun fact slash secret draft and you'll never want for wild cards ever again in your life. It's true. Um, I just want to talk about one card that caught my eye. Okay. As we've looked at these uh, alchemy promos or cards that are coming out previous suntail squadron two white white instant conjure a card named suntail hawk into your hand if you have fewer than seven cards in hand repeat this process <laughs> you can conjure up to seven suntail hawks let's into go your birdies hand. yay my one one's for one here's just one billion <laughs> suntail hawks i love it i think it's, it's really very cute. cute very cute um you just get a whole bunch of little burbs you know <laughs> <laughs> oh great did you see the new gitrog monster they made in this set what no yeah there's a new gitrog new gitrog just dropped oh. <laughs> right, and like it does as much as some people are like there are people who get preview fatigue yes which is a real thing that being said <laughs> it is always fun to look at new cards yes it it's is it's just always fun yeah i always love it we're this one is called gitrog horror of Zava. Zava. Ooh, he looks way spookier than he did before. The Gitrog has gone sloopy. Oh, it has like another, it has like a sloopy arm reaching out of its own mouth. Yeah, and lots of tentacles. Yeah. Um, Two green black for a 6-6 six, six legendary creature frog horror. Okay, so it's got the horror creature type, which yeah. is fun. Uh, menace. At the beginning of each combat, if Gitrog, Horror of Zava, is untapped, any opponent may sacrifice a creature. If they do, tap Gitrog, Horror of Zava, then seek a land card and put it onto the battlefield tapped. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, it perpetually gains black, green, tap, sacrifice this land, draw a card. Jeez. Wow. It's a good little frog. Yeah, that is a good little frog. That's a good, a good big, huge frog. Good, enormous frog. This is going to be exciting to see what happens come Thursday. <laughs> I mean, because who knows? Uh, listen, look at this. Begin anew. Green, green, white, white, sorcery. Destroy all creatures. Creature cards in your hand perpetually get plus one, plus one. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sweet wrath. That is a really it's sweet It's a wrath, wrath that gives you a, a bonus for playing creatures as well. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I I mean, like, the new standard, Alchemy, could go in any kind of weird direction now thanks to these new cards. I personally love Patient Zero. Yeah. Which this. is a fabulous card name, by the way. One in a black for a 2-2 two, two zombie lifelink. Damage isn't removed from creatures your opponents control during cleanup steps. So they just have it on them. They just have it. Speaking of Hearthstone. Wow. We Hearthstone now, Patient Zero. Wow. Yeah. So they're playing around in the digital only space. Uh, for sure. And we've got a whole bunch of exciting new stuff to brew within Standard. I guess I'm calling it Standard. I should call it Alchemy, but you know yeah, what I mean, alchemy. everybody. Do um, we? <laughs> Do we? I mean Alchemy. But, but when will alchemy become synonymous with standard, you know? It can't. I know it can't, but I'm just saying, will won't. How are people going to, you know? Uh, uh, uh. It can't. It can't. Okay, fine. Because, <laughs> because it has digital-only cards. I know, I know, I know. It has cards that shalt never exist in paper. But that's just how I think of it in my brain. Shalt never, you know? Maria. You know? Shalt never. Anyway, how do you feel about alchemy? Let us know in the comments. You can tweet us at MT at M wow. Magic. Wow. Uh, what? Not our our Twitter account name from seven years ago. Wow. Oh, that's where my brain is today, apparently. <laughs> All right. So that's what's gonna happen in the digital realm. Yes. What about what just happened? Yeah, so this past weekend was the Innistrad Championship. Yeah. Which there's one for each set in this case it combined the both both of the sets crimson vow yeah. and midnight hunt into one yeah. week uh in a star championship so coming up next will be the neon dynasty championship but here in the Innistrad championship 252 players qualified we got the leagues in there the mpl the rivals we got people playing in those arena weekends the arena qualifier yeah. weekends coming in magic online winners coming on in just tons of ways tons to qualify of ways to get into these tournaments yes. no clear ways in paper yet yep. as many people have pointed out yeah some people did mention that they were really hoping that the alchemy announcement was an organized play uh, announcement. Not yet. But yeah, not 
Not, Not yet. yet. That being said, there are some clear ways, like Maria mentioned, there's, you know, some different tournaments that award qualifications. Yeah. There's always getting to that top uh, echelon of mythic mm-hmm. and then playing, playing in a qualifier weekend. weekend. Yeah. But this one already happened. So. Yeah. We had $450,000 given away, 20000 for first place here. Um, and Yuki Chikawa took the whole thing down player from Japan who had already a number of accomplishments under his belt. My favorite stat to say about him was that he top aided two pro tours back to back in 2013, 2014. And do you know what his record was at those two pro tours? What? He started both of those pro tours two and three. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's really impressive. Yeah. So like he, uh, he battled back and top aided both those pro tours. He has nine grand pre top eights as well four wins. So like Yuki is an excellent player. Um, finally got his title here at the Innistrad championship. Yeah. And so the top eight was historic. Yes. The whole tournament was both standard and historic. Mm-hmm. I think that the most pertinent thing to take away from standard is that is it epiphany just absolutely hammered everything else. Destroyed it. Uh, and mono white aggro was abysmal. Yeah. Below a 40% win rate. Real bad. Which is an absolute abomination. <laughs> so yeah, in standard, the top deck is Epiphany's second most played was mono white. So you can yeah. see the huge gulf that was between those two things. Um, absolute, absolute trash, trash, pile. <laughs> trash pile. But you can also see yeah. that like, hey, is it Epiphany is the, the, the deck, deck to play? Yes. Um, and or if we, you can go play alchemy and see what happens see there, what happens. You, that's not your jam. So. I mean, like, honestly, I feel like if I was watching this tournament, I, I would make a change in standard after yeah. this um, because it's just too dominant. But and I do feel like, sorry, yeah. going back to alchemy, it is a way to solve all of the people who are just like, I don't want to play standard right now. It's boring, which is one of the hottest critiques. Oh, for sure. Eternally <laughs> of standard. Yeah. Always. People love to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways. A thousand percent. So... Yeah, maybe we'll see a change, but maybe we'll just see Alchemy kind of experiment in that space and say, well, what if we nerfed something like Alchemy's Epiphany? Yeah, good point. Uh, But Historic was kind of cool because we haven't seen a high-level Historic tournament in a while. Yeah, not since July, I want to say. And uh, Historic's metagame was much more diverse than standards. Yeah. Um, No deck had above 16% of the people playing it. And that was Celestia Humans. Celestia Humans was number one. Most popular, although not super successful. No, it didn't have the greatest win rates. The best win rate uh, was Rakdos Arcanist. Yeah, that deck is very cool. That was a CFB team that brought that deck. Yeah. Really rude deck, makes you discard, hits you with Kroxa. Just absolutely rude. Really rude. Just mean. And the deck with the second highest win percentage was Golgari Food. Which is the deck that Yuki Ichikawa and a whole bunch of his teammates brought. Yes. And they put four people into the top eight. That's half the top eight. Four. I just did the math. Four people. Four is half of eight. Four people. They could have put more people into the top eight, except... In the last round of Swiss, yeah. two of them had to play each other yeah. for that spot. Yeah. Can you imagine if it was more than four? Can you like imagine? It could have been. It easily could have been. The last time this happened was the deck famously known as Cawblade, yeah. which Team Channel Fireball brought to a pro tour one billion years ago. Before we started playing. Way before which we was started 10 playing. Year, more than 10 years ago at this point. Um, so it hasn't happened for at least a decade. Yeah. Um, and they, they broke it straight in half. Golgari Food, Mani uh, at the desk with me said this is the deck of the tournament. This is... I mean, fewer people were playing Rakdos Arcanist, I should point that out, than were playing Golgari Food, and Golgari Food had almost as good of a win rate as Rakdos Arcanist. So, like, that was the deck. Golgari Food, put cats in ovens, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Put cats in ovens, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Quote, quote, Maria (laughs) Bartholomew. I just said quote, 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 unquote. Quote, quote, Maria Bartholomew. Yeah. And that, oh. that deck, uh, very good. Yes. Very long mirror matches. We had to watch two mirror matches. I gotta say, put a trample card in your sideboard. Just, or a fling. Somehow make, I don't red care. Ma- make one red mana and get a fling and just fling a big old chonky squirrel just one at card. your opponent. It's just one card just in your sideboard. Just throw it at your opponent. Yeah. So we had to watch some Golgari food mirrors, which were absolutely ridiculous when squirrels were like 78, 78s. They were huge. And this it didn't matter. Squirrel. Because all you did was just block with your cat sack and make a food. So it like, didn't matter. Didn't matter. It didn't matter. If you gave the squirrel flying, I would also accept that. Uh, should ravenous squirrel say trample? 
Can you imagine? If the squirrel get that big, shouldn't it have trampled? So, like, yeah, what you're saying is if this, if ravenous squirrel is larger than... Uh, 2020. 2020, this, this card is trampled. Yes. I like that. That's a good mechanic. I'm just saying, if a cre... Okay, hear me out. Logically, if a creature is big enough... Doesn't it just have trample naturally? Yeah, I think you're, you're right. You're telling me you're right. that a squirrel that is so big it is a 2020 somehow doesn't have trample? <laughs> if it's coming after you, it's going to trample you. Have yo. you seen these squirrels? They've been packing up for winter and they are fat they and they are ready to go. They have eating people. They have been eating snakes. They are ready to go. You know what? I think you're right. And we should keyword this mechanic. It's called eat your Wheaties. <laughs> Eat your Wheaties. If, yeah. the, if your creature is 2020 20 or larger, it has trample. It has trample. Eat your Wheaties. Send the send the check. It send the, mail me the check, Wizards. <laughs> rubber stamp it. Let's go. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, and their other deck they brought was is it Epiphany and Standard, yeah. which of course everybody did, and it was the deck to bring. Woof. Uh, yeah. Woof. Um, we also is it Phoenix. We saw a lot of. Um, yep. Of historic. course, a very popular historic deck. Still pretty good. Yes. One of the coolest decks that we also got to see in the top eight was Jeskai Creativity. Yeah. Um, Yo Akeike brought this deck, and it is just is a very cool. Have you ever I played against like this it. deck, Megan? Uh, I, against it, no. You've played it though, haven't you? I believe this seems like how could I not? Yeah, how could you not? It's a combo deck. It's just it's existed for a while. Yes, and if basically it, it's a combo deck, so it'll lock your opponent out of the game. You indomitable creativity. Um, the only things that you can get are Sarah's emissaries. Yep, seven seven flyer, seven seven flyer that lets you name things, and everything that you own gets protection from the thing you name. Creatures, instance, you name creatures, instance, and sorceries. It's just like that's it. Goodbye forever. That's it. Um, it was a, a nice. Thanks for playing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, you're done. You're done. Yeah, you just you have to sacrifice a token in, a, in order to do this. So usually you're sacking a treasure token. This deck also makes crab tokens that you can sacrifice. Yes. Oh, I love the to go get your angel. Love the crab token. Um, it's very silly but very frustrating if you're a creatures player and they slam that Sarah's emissary. Now they have protection for they creatures. Say, yeah, they're just like creatures, and you're like, it's a seven seven. Yeah. And sometimes we have we did see a couple of um, of creativity players over the weekend just hard cast this. Yeah, they got to seven mana. Yeah, because they are making treasure tokens and they have a Sarah's emissary in their hand and they're like, I guess if you gotta, you gotta. I guess I'm just playing a seven seven for seven mana. Sure. Um, I've also saw I also saw I think three Sarah's emissaries fall to a meat hook massacre. <laughs> during the weekend that's spicy that happened on camera that's real spicy uh which was very fun um because I, I guess love, they yeah speaking of cards yeah meat hook massacre Oof. hello yeah that's uh, a rude card it's part sure. of what made the golgari food mirrors absolutely obscene because like right yeah. you have ravenous squirrels that get triggers when stuff dies or is i mean is, is sacrificed and then you have meat hook massacre on both sides and everyone's like gaining and draining and gaining and draining and gaining and draining it's just the amount of triggers for forever and ever and ever yeah it was it was very very yeah <laughs> Wild, wild, and lots of triggers. Um, second place in the tournament goes to Simon Gertzen, our former coverage bro Aww, from yeah. Germany. We love Simon. We love Simon. We He's miss great. Simon. Um, very proud of him for getting second at this tournament. Yeah, congrats, He's, Simon. Congrats. He's playing. Is it Phoenix? Nice. And um, mono black zombies in standard. That's right. If you're really looking to stir the pot in standard, <laughs> you could just go grab. Simon's mono black zombies list. I mean, he beat Epiphany with it. He beat a lot of stuff. I believe that his standard record was like 7-1 or something. Good job, Simon. So that's pretty sick. I will say this, though. Simon is extremely intelligent. <laughs> he is. He is so like. I would go so far as to call him spooky smart. <laughs> Simon is spooky smart. So like. It's, it's spooky. If he can do it, that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody can. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Just gonna put that out there. That's true. Uh, did, were you ever like sometimes talking to Simon and you're just like, "What is it like in your brain?" <laughs> Once he was he was uh, coaching me on uh, a draft I had done, and he was like, "Why are you doing that?" And I was like, "Oh, this is just the play I would make." And he was like, "No, you're not doing that. Take it back. We're do doing this and stuff." And everything that we did was like opposite of what I had would have done, <laughs> oh, and he was no. always right. Anyway, yeah, that's Simon second yeah. place. Uh, the other big storyline coming out of this tournament, besides Yuki winning, is the Japanese team that put 
you know, like we said, four people of, of the eight into the top eight. And we sent six people to the world championship. Yeah, which, which is pretty sweet. It's it's um very different than how things are normally done with the world yep. championship because this is the first event of the season. And boom. We have six people. So the top six, which meant if they won one match on Sunday, <laughs> they get into the world championship. And you saw the people like when they made, when they won that match, they're just like, oh, thank God. Yeah, right? Like... <laughs> Honestly, after that, like the rest of the tournament like, is icing on the cake. Yeah, they're like, all right, great. I made the world world championship. Yeah. That's all I care about. Um, so the people that we're sending to the world championship are obviously Yuki and Simon. Yep. Um, Toru Saito was also in there. Riku Kumagai, who also just been on a tear for oh, the yeah, last Riku's two years. Oh, yeah, Riku's been doing great. I think ever since Riku um, won one of the players tours online. Yeah, and he came in second in the Players Tour uh, finals in 2020. Yes, yeah, so he, like, yeah, one of, like, the quote-unquote regional yes. Players Tours, he won, and yeah, and then came in second in the finals. And I, ever since then, he's just been kind of, like... Yeah, just really doing well. He was, like, yeah, steamrolling right on ahead. And he was playing mono-black aggro in that Players Tour finals. Do you remember that? Yes. Everybody else was playing Teamer Reclamation, and he was, like, lol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a pretty great. And then um, Yoaka Ike, who was on that Just Guy creativity list. Yep. Um, and Zachary Keeney was Congrats. the last one. Congrats to all of them. One of the players who was in that top eight did not care about a world championship spot no. because it was none other than reigning world champion Yuta Takahashi. I want you to imagine. Which is also just like, okay, cool, great. You just won the world championship like, of okay. magic, okay? It's the number one premier event. It's yeah. what every single player who plays competitively wants. You win it. And then it comes back a couple months later. You're like, all right, another championship. I think I'll run it back. Yeah, okay. Into the top great. eight. Why not? Good grief. Why not? Just a real, real chill. He did not play the same historic deck as the rest of his team. So he was not on Golgari no. food. He played, is it Phoenix? Um, because he just loves to play, is it colors? Yeah. And, um, Good yeah. For him. So, you know, he didn't, he didn't make it yeah. through because of that. I would, I would wager, but still an incredible performance. Yeah, just, just, just busted. Just <laughs> busted. Busted card. Yeah. You did Takashi is a busted card. I mean, it might once he gets his, he's going to yeah, get his face on a card. He's going to get his face on a card. For being the world champion, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Maria, are you ready to hear magic story time? Yes. I'm all tucked in, cuddling my little Uvenwald oddity plushie. I don't understand it, but okay. <laughs> um. So... Uh, right. Everyone's all of our buddies are just like outside the gates. Um, Soren has been taken inside to the wedding, to the wedding. Um, and Olivia has woken up all of his relatives, including his granddad, Edgar. Um, and she's like, okay, now it's ready for the ceremony and brings down from the ceiling this giant chandelier. And also part of the chandelier is Sigarda, um, who has oh. been captured oh. and tied up. Um, I love what you've done with the place, Olivia. <laughs> yeah. Because drinking angel's blood was part of the original ritual to vampirize everybody. Oh. And apparently some combination of like drinking blood. Olivia is basically trying to make the angels like her thralls also. Okay. Um, so that she'll control all the angels of Innistrad. And to make angel vamps? Or, yeah, I don't even know if they're they're they'd be like vamps. But you know, like vampires make human thralls who are just like, enthralled with vampire like the vampire that bewitched them do we know how they thrall you i think that they there's is it like glamour where they're just fancy and they look at, they look at you kind of fancy and then you're just like there's I'll some do kind of blood say. drinking situation that okay. happens okay. with it right Great. there's um just like how right edgar dr drank olivia's blood to help him wake up yes and now he's like in love with her or whatever <laughs> Okay. It's kind of like that situation. All right. That makes so sense. So she's like, you know, I'll drink Sigarda's blood and Sigarda will drink my blood, maybe? I don't know. And then I'll have control over all of the This angels. all seems like way too intimate to be happening in public, but whatever. Yeah, it's Olivia. Nothing's intimate in her world. Everything <laughs> is for public display. And Soren is like, ugh, why? <laughs> why? Classic. Um, And so he's like, gosh... I guess nobody's going to stop this. So I have to stop it or oh, whatever. Oh, poor Soren. Um, there's also at the beginning a very long description of making a stained glass window that, <laughs> that does not, that does not follow how a stained glass window is actually made. <laughs> Just going to put that out there. Oh, okay. Um, if you <laughs> do stained glass work, 
skip the beginning because you'll be like, wow, this is wrong. Did you know I made a documentary that's all about stained glass window creations? Oh, then you should read the start of this. And then you too can be like, that's not how it happens. You can find it. It's 30 Anyways, minutes long. Yes. It's all about like the process of because Soren is like admiring it. And then Sigarda or some, I think Sigarda. So Soren starts a big fight. Yeah. Um, right. And then Sigarda just gets like furious is she in and a cage she, or something up there she was like wrapped up okay but um she somehow gets enough strength to like or he helps her and like she busts free of her bonds her and is and starts just like raining wrath <laughs> down on this wedding um and olivia's like god dang it i put you up there to be cute and now you're being all rude and now you're being all rude um so yeah and then the wedding crashing is now in full effect yes um the barriers outside go down <gasps> and so now we know that in the next episode all of our buddies who are waiting outside the humans yes and you know like chandra and teferi and oh, yeah. adeline that's right are all gonna be able to get in oh i remember what happened it's because olivia had the moon silver key yes um and katilda's Katilda's yep. spirit busted on out of it. Oh. Katilda's spirit busted on out of it and was like, uh-uh, <laughs> this is not happening on my watch. Like, no thank you. Wow, Katilda's spirit busting. Yeah. Um, that's the part that I forgot. That was the important question, 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 and then profit afterwards. Oh, okay, sure. The question, question, question was Katilda's spirit busts out of the moon silver key and is like, I don't think so. And then Katilda breaks Sigarda's bonds? I think Katilda, yes, is like what what unravels the whole situation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So this wedding's about to get ruined in a big way. Yes. I believe, like I would say at the end of this episode, it is fairly, it is fairly ruined. Yeah. By now. And the human slash planeswalkers at the gates ready to break down and barge on in there. Yes. Do some slaughtering, perhaps. Exactly. Edgar's probably like, what's happening? I was supposed to get married today, and now there's all this chaos and a hullabaloo. (laughs) He's from from Kentucky. (laughs) I, you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but, you know. (laughs) I'm Edgar. I just Uh, used to sit on my porch, sipping some moonshine, blood version, of course. Now everyone's trying to kill me me and my family. Okay, a little bit more detail. So yeah, um, Olivia is going to use like the moon silver key, put angel blood in it, put Sigarda's blood in it, drink it, which Soren is like, usually this would just like kill anybody else because angel blood is so powerful. Ah. But because Olivia is, you know, like a a powerful vamp, it's probably she's going to be fine. And since it's Sigarda's blood, she'll have control over all the angels. Wild. There's so many weird blood rituals on on Innistrad. For that reason alone, don't travel there. It's true. <laughs> um, anyways, um, Olivia does have some some very funny vows. Oh, um, her vows. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, if you want to hear them. Yes, I do want to hear them. Edgar, darling Edgar, we met so many centuries ago. I've long forgotten the occasion, but I remember the moment I realized we should be together like it was yesterday. Soren left your coffin unguarded, and I thought to myself, what a fool to leave a man like that unattended. You're in my care now, and together we'll rule Innistrad. I promise I'll always consider your opinions for at least a moment before rejecting them, Edgar. I promise to overlook your sartorial missteps, and I promise to grant Grant you the honor of being my husband. Wow. So they had gotten as far as the vow reciting yeah, in this exactly. wedding. Yeah, exactly. They're, you know. But it hasn't actually, the wedding has not actually happened. The the wedding, priest, I don't know who performs a vampire wedding, hasn't been yeah. like, boom, you may now bite the bride. That has not occurred. <laughs> you may now bite the bride. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Oh, and part of what starts disrupting things is there's like all this blood in a bowl. And Soren is like a bloodmancer. I think that they have a better word for it, but he's a blood mancer, so he makes a giant sword out of blood. Oh, okay, Which that's is pretty, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. <laughs> so, and he tries to he tries to kill Olivia with it. Um, it doesn't just like, yeah, exactly. But you know, uh, that's when Catilda, you know, like busts out of the moon silver key. Well, so. I hope some of y'all out there have some new ideas for your vows now, based on what. Um, Olivia has just used. I think those are beautiful. Yep, there you go. And are timeless. So, (laughs) and that is story time. 
before we go, Ultra Pro. Hey, check it out. We've got some cute little dice here. These D20 gift yeah. sets that Ultra Pro sells of dice. And mine are beautiful gold. And these ones are gorgeous, shiny green. It's a little, they're heavy metal. Yeah, this so is. So they have just like a nice feel to them. Zinc alloy with a metallic finish. And I just want to point them out because, like, look at this tiny, cute little thing that you yeah. can put in somebody's stocking. It's a little stocking stuffer. It's, it's like perfect. the cutest little stocking stuffer. And these dice are awesome. And they're really great. And, yeah, man, I just love rolling some heavy dice. They make you feel like every roll that you roll is, like, a roll. You it's know what important. I'm saying? This roll is roll. It's the roll of a lifetime. Just like a card can be card, this roll can be roll. This roll can be roll. Yeah, you'll feel like you... <laughs> Look at you see when I drop it, it's like that's a heavy geez. sound. This is metal. This is metal, everybody. Uh, these dice mean business. So the heavy metal dice, if you want to search for them in Ultra Pro store or at your LGS, they probably sell them. Yeah. Um, we recommend them. They're super nice and cool, and they look beautiful. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Good Luck High Five. Yeah, that's you know, that's what we got. There's a lot. We are alchemy. Alchemy. Blood, bloodomancy, blood bowls at a yeah. wedding, geists, spirits, busting yeah. out of keys, busting spirits, busting. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for listening. We're glad you could lend us your ears. I'll be sure to mail them back. Um. Probably priority oh, no. starting tomorrow. Um, oh no. When you listen to the show. Uh, <laughs> thank you again to everybody who supports or us. Or are you going to leave them in your home as the human flesh offering for the <laughs> Olven World Oddity? Oh, now that you say that. Now that you say that. Sorry, yeah. everyone. You're not getting your ears back. I might keep them. I might keep them. Thank you, though. Yeah. That was really nice. You can't hear any of this. Thank this you point. again to Yellow, Ernesto, and Kale Bomb. Yes. Wait, you don't need your outside ears to hear. <laughs> there you go. That's true. That's true. Anyways, uh, <laughs> our three new patrons or people who have in increased pledges. Um, remember, if you want to watch Die Hard with us, become a new patron or up your pledge because we would love to watch it with you. Yes. By the 15th. Um, and we're watching it on the 18th. And it's going to be a great great time yeah just go to patreon.com slash glhf to sign up now um you can increase by like 50 cents that's totally fine and you are invited to our die hard party yeah um thank you to card kingdom for being an incredible sponsor of our show and yeah. next week we'll have our first experiences with alchemy under our belts wow i can't believe can it can you believe that <laughs> what a world <laughs>